Welcome to the Good Vibes Club, a normal girl's guide to living your best life and being the best version of yourself. Whether you're listening on a commute, out on a hot girl walk or curled up on your sofa, sit tight and get ready to feel those good vibes. Hello guys, welcome back to the Good Vibes Club. I have a very special guest on today who hilariously is also called Jess S. And Jess is a naturopathic nutritionist and expert in women's health, sharing her knowledge through a remote hormone health clinic where she works one-on-one with female clients. And she also shares absolutely loads of advice and recipes and various bits and pieces on Instagram to spread awareness of hormone balancing and all that good stuff that we all need to know about. So hello Jess, welcome to the Good Vibes Club. Hi Jess, lovely to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm still finding it so amusing that it's like Jess and Jess. <laughs> I know, it's like a comedy act. You can't make it up, could you? It's so funny. I feel like I'm talking to myself when I say hi Jess. So weird, isn't it? And it's even weirder that we are both we both have Jameses in our life. The men in our life are both called James. I love it. And our surnames both start with S. There's so many things. <laughs> so many things. <laughs> but anyway, so today's episode is going to be all about hormone health because as women, we all know there is many struggles of hormones when it comes to monthly cycles. But I feel like no one, well, not many women really know that much about hormone balancing and how our hormones affect us and our monthly cycles and basically feeling our best throughout the month. So um the topic is getting a lot of focus online obviously as you know and I thought it would just be really great to bring you on as an expert to be able to help me and everyone listening to really understand what hormone balancing means um how it can affect our lives and how something as simple as just kind of understanding and targeting nutrition to make our bodies function and feel the best to help us live our best lives I'm very happy to be to be here and this is my favorite subject so Thank you very much for having me on your amazing podcast. You are more than welcome. I do want to kickstart, though, by asking you a question that I ask every single person when they come on the podcast. What is your good vibe for this week? Okay, my good vibe for this week, and I'm not, I promise I'm not just saying this, but my good vibe for this week is genuinely having this opportunity to be on your podcast because when you messaged me, I was like, do you know what? I just felt like it was the right time to do it. And we connected so well, and I love everything that your podcast stands for. Stands for, and I feel like it really Thank aligns you. well. So I am, um, yeah. My good vibe of the week is having this opportunity. I've wanted someone to come on about hormone balancing and stuff for so long. I kind of like mention it here and there, and how I'm like looking into things and really wanting to learn more. So it's a privilege to have you on to be able to share. To be honest with me, but also with everyone who listens, to be able to give them some really good advice. So. Should we start with the basics? Yes, let's do it. How do they affect us? So to put it very simply, and it's really not a simple um, topic to talk about, but to make it to to make it as you know least sciencey as possible, our hormones are our body's chemical messengers. Um, they are created by the cells in our endocrine glands, and they are released into our bloodstream, and they send messages all around our body. And they basically control everything. So from our, obviously our cycles, we all know that one, but from our weight, uh, our weight, um, weight gain and weight loss, our appetite, how well we sleep, how motivated we feel, even, even our mental health is affected by our hormones. So yeah, it's really important. That's why I'm so passionate about hormones because I think there's just not enough education. There is that. There is these days. I do think there's a there's a lot of conversation yeah. happening, which is amazing. But I think that really 
if feeling empowered by your body and not feeling kind of down you know like I feel like there's a lot of negative chat about our periods and our cycles and like oh I'm on my period or oh, I'm on my period next week I think actually being able to understand what our hormones do and why and how we can use our hormones to our to our advantage and actually feel empowered by them is a really special thing they get such a bad rep don't they because I think yeah whenever you hear about hormones it's either like talking about teenagers and how they're so hormonal and they're going through puberty and they're just a pain in the ass or it's like PMS and how your hormones are wreaking havoc because you're PMSing or you're pregnant it's such a like negative look at hormones all the time when actually they can be a really big positive like they're literally something we have to deal with so they're quite a good thing to treat positively does that make sense yeah and and I think as well on that point I think that if you can kind of like change the focus and reframe it and actually take control of your hormonal health generally then actually you you can really experience so many benefits and you can really kind of like almost manipulate them to work for you and then you can really we can we'll get into it but cycle thinking and eating aligns yourself to the different phases of your cycle and just you know not pushing yourself at times that your body actually needs is like telling you and asking you to rest it's that kind of thing that it sounds so simplistic and maybe a bit hippie but actually it's just incredible it can be incredibly transformative and yeah that's why I'm so excited about it so Hormone balancing, I feel like recently has become quite a hot topic on TikTok and Instagram and maybe it's my searches, but I feel like I'm seeing so many people doing like hormone balancing recipes or hacks for getting your hormones right. And specifically, like I've seen a lot of cortisol ones recently, Um, but there's obviously this big idea of how you regulate them through nutrition can you talk us through what hormone balancing actually is for those of us who are totally unaware or maybe feel a little bit overwhelmed with all the information online and all these different things like does it affect women differently um because I feel like there's all these terms that sound really simplistic and there's a lot of information but it's kind of hard to navigate your way through I think sometimes so yeah can you like strip it back and just give us (laughs) give us a little roundabout Hormone balancing to me means working with our, with our bodies and in doing so working with our hormones by giving them the nourishment they need from nutrition and lifestyle in order to function at their best. So when our hormones are out of balance, it basically means there's too much or too little of a hormone. And so when one hormone is out of whack, it impacts the rest of our hormones. So and our hormones, like our, our hormones actually are designed to be in balance, right? So it's not it's, it's actually quite difficult to determine whether we have an official quote unquote hormone imbalance but I think that so outside of you know functional testing and um really you know having blood tests and stuff to see what is actually going on I think what has been lost in the conversation is actually listening to our own bodies the signs and signals that our bodies yeah. actually give us and I think as women we know, like we know when something's off don't we we can feel it in our body we know when something you know our mood changes or you know we can we know and it's sometimes I think the hardest thing about the hormone balancing discussion is that the intuitive side of it gets sometimes forgotten and it's all about the you know the blood tests and you know this and that and yes they can be incredible and and by the way if anyone ever does do um uh, blood testing for hormone balancing to find out where their hormones are at and you know 
remember that it's only on one day that's only a, a snippet of one day so yes they can be super helpful um especially at specific times of the month and i recommend the um <clears throat> excuse me i recommend the dutch test or a full hormone panel um that's the best one but in terms of our in, going back to our intuition i think that is that's what i'd really love to talk to you about today because i think that as women we that's what we need really need to lean into so hormone balancing to put it to put it simply means when a when one hormone is the or when our hormones are either too high or too low and so we can really support our hormones and bring them back into balance naturally by really using nutrition and lifestyle interventions um, to give them the nourishment and the abundance of vitamins and minerals that they actually need in order to function properly and as they should do. I find it so interesting because you're so right I think we all kind of know as women when something's a bit off like we get a bit more moody or we're more tired or there's like a certain little set of things isn't there that we just know like oh something's not quite right but then sometimes you see something online or you hear something and you're like oh I just need to do this or maybe mm. I'm out of balance because of this and actually you just need to listen to you because we're all so different I guess. Yeah exactly and I think it's great I think there's, it's great that that hormones are being spoken about so much and there's lots of lovely recipes and I you know I create loads of recipes for different the different phases of the cycle but I I feel passionately about it I always say this on, on my Instagram page that we are all u- unique individuals we our bodies are all made up differently so what works for one person is not going to work not necessarily going to work for the next person so it's just really important to just take it with a pinch of salt so when you're you know seeing stuff online it can be really valuable and sometimes it can really not be but you know the good stuff is great but still apply it to your to you as in you know, how your body responds and, and what you feel you need and sometimes that you actually need to experiment with things so for example this morning I put my breakfast up on my um, Instagram stories and I said that the best breakfast because I'm always asked what's the best breakfast to have or should I not be having (laughs) granola and yogurt for breakfast anymore because I've heard that it's going to spike my blood sugar level and that's not good for my PCOS as an example or you know I get that I get that a lot because I think the blood sugar level the blood sugar balance conversation is also a massive one and obviously that's massively to um to hormone balance and hormonal conditions like PCOS etc as well so so I put, my, I put a picture up of my breakfast and it was um Greek yogurt and some nuts and berries and some nut butter which is one of my absolute favorites um, and I, I I just wrote on it that the best breakfast to have is the one that makes you feel good Every, everyone is so individual and unique and we all need different things and so nutrition has to be tailored to the individual it can't be a one-size-fits-all and I think with hormone balancing it's it can that is so it's so important that 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 people understand that that you know just if someone might be like okay do these five things to balance your hormones and yes they can be supportive of hormone balance but it doesn't necessarily mean these five things are going to be the you know the be all and end all and they're going to be the things that really completely rebalances your hormones because nine times out of ten we actually don't really under really know you know which hormone is out of balance or what is that you know so it's about really getting to know your body and and tracking your cycle so using apps like natural cycles or flow or there's there's a new I don't actually think it's very new but there's one that I've recently discovered and it's called over and it's great because it doesn't focus on fertility and it just focuses on your cycle and I think for women who are not in that stage of life yet where they're thinking about 
um, having a baby yet and and you know or they might not want to have a baby at all and I think that's a really good one because for their for those women because it then it's just focused on your cycle and I think tracking your cycle is just one of the most useful things that you can do because then you can actually start understanding what's going on for you you know when you have dips start tracking your um start documenting like when your mood uh, dips or when you feel hungry hungrier in the month or you know you know even the consistency of your bleed it's all just so relevant and so important and then you can start building a picture of what your cycle is and how you can kind of you know change your lifestyle habits or or switch things up in terms of your diet I find it so interesting as well because I started tracking my god probably like a couple of years ago and coming off the pill and stuff obviously you start to track it a bit more because you're like now I really need to know I don't have a pack to tell me (laughs) when my period is but I have really noticed that like you said you get different like lifestyle changes around things but I notice I have weeks where I'm maybe more tired and less productive for work but maybe I've got like you know more I want to be more of a homebody then I have weeks where I'm really focused on work and I really want to like just get things done and like do loads of stuff then you have the weeks where you're stronger and you're weaker like it's so interesting when you actually look at like however long your cycle is like mine's like 28 days or something but when you look at your cycle it's really interesting to see like oh oh I'm really hungry oh okay it's because my period's during a week like you notice yeah, different exactly. parts don't you and like you can try and work it out and and what you're saying there where you're hungry in the lead up to your period so that luteal phase is if you think about it your body is literally doing so much it's using so much energy to prepare for menstruation so it's no surprise is it that you that we feel hungrier and we tend to feel hungry all of us tend to feel hungrier during that time and so if you when you start tracking and you start actually pinpointing in the month before you even get to, to get to that point in the month then you can plan for it so in your social calendar or in your work calendar say you've got like a presentation to do or you're planning a night out with your friends or you know a date night or whatever it's if you can really like manipulate and use and kind of like hack your hormones in that way to work for you then you're going to get the best out of it you're going to feel your most you know like during your ovulation time so there's around three four days that that is the time that we feel more confident and more sexy and we want to go out and be seen and it's literally like a chemical thing happening in our body and so it's really great to be able to actually use it to your advantage and I think that it's it's almost just like how how have we got to this you know point in our lives that I'm nearly 34 and I'm like how have I got to this you know got to this stage and it's only been the last couple of years really that these conversations have been happening or that I've been aware of anyway but I think it's just yeah it's really useful it's really really valuable and also sorry I'm waffling on here already which I told you I would do but um going back just taking a few steps backwards um in terms of um hormone balancing and our cycles and what's normal for us an analogy that I really love and um, when talking about hormone balancing is that our hormones is like an it's, it's like an orchestra playing a symphony so when each instrument plays in tune the result is a beautiful is beautiful flowing music and it's a joy yeah. to listen to but when one instrument is out it creates chaos you know for the whole band and you can obviously it affects everyone you can hear it so when we think about our hormones if one of our hormones so when we say when our hormones are in balance and working as they should which they are designed to do every you know we feel good and we feel you know we're energized and every and you know our body is they are the cells in our body are able to do everything it's supposed to do and things are working as they should and we feel good if one of our hormones is too high or too low going back to your question about 
what it what does that actually mean what does hormone imbalance mean this is perfect example for it so when one hormone when one hormone is too high or too low it creates chaos in our body um not always chaos because that sounds quite dramatic can be a very small change that we that is happening but that really impacts us so for example if our estrogen is too high then that's going to have a a knock-on effect with our progesterone excess estrogen can cause uh, breast tenderness it can cause breakouts and particularly around ovulation time it can cause a number of commonly experienced symptoms like pms symptoms and so when we use nutrition and lifestyle and supplementation as well you can really help your body remain in this kind of like balanced state and then that's how you can you know use nutrition to your advantage to help yourself feel the best you can possibly feel and from the way the the angle that I come in from it's not about feeling fine or feeling even feeling good I want my clients to feel the best they can feel and so it's about taking things to the next level it's about health optimization it's about you know listening being intuitive listening to your body making you know looking at your cycle and working out you know not not being obsessive over it at all but just to the point of like yeah you know using nutrition to your advantage basically so when you said about estrogen having certain symptoms do different hormones that are out of balance cause different symptoms so like if your estrogen's off is it different to like your progesterone being off in terms of like how it affects your body yes exactly and so for example if you don't ovulate so this is a really I'm, I'm talking ovulation is really something I always talk about and something that I feel like is a really good starting point when we're talking about our hormones because if you don't ovulate it means you're not you it means you're not getting progesterone your progesterone is not being created in your body and so that has such a knock-on effect to our mood and our weight and our how calm we feel, how happy we feel. And so it's 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 a really good kind of like health report card, maybe that's a good way to say it, in terms of if you if you ovulate or if you don't. And so ovulation is that even if you're not at the stage of life where you are looking at um conceiving or you know even if that is absolutely not on your radar it doesn't matter because ovulation is important regardless so that's something that I always it's one of my first questions I ask my clients like do you ovulate and you know I ask about it how long your luteal phase is and how you know all of these things are really important so yes to answer your question yeah all of the hormones do different things and it's not just about obviously the the female sex hormones estrogen progesterone um, and testosterone but there, you know, there's so many other hormones like insulin. So if you're if you have PCOS, which is one of the most common hormonal um, conditions in the UK, I think it's something like around 10% of, of women in the UK um, have a PCOS diagnosis. And it, you know, that's crazy. Yeah, it is, and that's how, and that's how, that is literally the reason that I do what I do. That's how you know my health journey started and how I became so interested and my, you know, I became my own investigator. So how does tuning into nutrition help to balance hormones specifically as a female? So does things like contraception affect it? Because obviously a lot of women are on the pill or on various forms of contraception. Um, Because I feel like that kind of chemically alters our hormones. So does that affect the nutritional advice that you get? Because obviously we know that it's all very personal and obviously every 
person is going to need different advice about hormone balancing and like yeah. different specifics but how does tuning into your nutrition help overall and does contraception affect it so let's start with the nutrition first and then we can talk about the pill perfect the food you put into your body has the power to nourish your hormones and nourish your body keeping keeping your hormones happy and balanced or food has the power to deplete your hormones, deplete your body, you know, deplete your energy source. And in doing so, causes imbalances and that can manifest in so many ways that we've already we've already touched on. So, you know, weight gain or weight loss, um, you know, low really low mood, low libido, um, various other, you know, severe PMS symptoms, um, anxiety, so many, so many symptoms fall under this. Um, category like uh, breakout skin which is something that I personally um, suffered with um, in the lead up to my PCOS diagnosis and so that's something that really impacted me as well as the uh, not being able to to lose weight very easily as well so so many so the food that we put into our body just impacts us in so many ways and I always the way that I speak to my clients about it is that food is you know it's the one thing that all of us every single day we have to eat right so we have to we yeah. have to put food in our body so we have a choice about what those foods are and we have a, we have choice we make choices every single day even without you know subconsciously we're not even thinking about what they are but when you your hormones are imbalanced it's the first place that you should look to your food and your lifestyle so you know you know your stress managing because cortisol plays such a big part and in terms of insulin resistance and that side of things but just um kind of like zoning into food it's just the food that you put into your body makes such an impact so if i'm heading into a supermarket and i want to make sure i'm getting the right kinds of foods what would you say are the best things and like the worst things i could be putting into my trolley okay let's start with the best let's go in with the positive so before you can get to the supermarket my advice would be just literally spend like 10 minutes even just like on the notes on your phone, just make a mini plan of action. So if say you're going into the supermarket to do a five-day shop, so you're doing five days worth of, of food shopping. So I would literally write down the meals that you're going to have for your breakfast, lunch and dinner. So that will, there'll be, there, there might be um, repetition in that. So you might have, for example, yeah. Greek yogurt and um, nuts and seeds and granola, say, for breakfast three of those days or two of those days, and then you might have eggs on the other day. So literally write down what you're what you're going to be eating and then skim through that list and make sure that every single meal has a complete protein source. A complete protein source means that it has all of the amino acids needed for the body to function optimally. So if that's an animal protein, that's easy. If it's a plant protein, you want things like tofu and tempeh, um, and edamame and um and and, and if and if it's not one of those you can combine protein combine and I've got a little guide yeah. on my website that you can download for more information about that but anyway I would literally write down the meals that you're, you're going to have and, and try to make sure that there is diversity in there so different colors different vegetables and focus on seasonal vegetables so seasonal produce as well because it's going to be more cost effective but it's actually going to be more nutrient dense. So when when um, fruits and vegetables are um, in season, it means they're picked at their peak. So they they are they have got the highest amount of nutrients possible. So then you're giving your body, you know, the best that you that you can possibly be be feeding it with. 
So that's really important. Look for colour. And it sounds like such a cliche, but you look at the rainbow. So you're looking for a rainbow of colours. So when you first walk into a supermarket, head to the fruit and veg aisle and think about leafy green. So I, in my head, I think of my plate and I think, okay, every every lunch and dinner, I'm going to most likely have a green in there. So I'm going to either yeah. have a kale, some spinach, or so, so bags of mixed leaves are great because they've got lots of every every type of vegetable every type of leaf has got um it's got different vitamins and minerals to offer our body I'd never thought about it that like you know yeah like I've never thought about mixed salad bags being like different leaves with different benefits <laughs> yeah, it's so true isn't it yeah it is and it's really easy it makes it easy as well and and the same goes for like when you go down to the um you know the, the tins of beans and legumes and stuff if you buy I always always pick up a tin of mixed beans so you, you've got it's got different varieties in there and that's just such a quick win and it's so cheap as well so you know it, it, for, for such a low cost you can really super boost your meal with beans yeah so the bean the the soluble fiber in the beans will feed your gut microbes and it's going to help with your digestion it's going to you know there's everything that you can add and I really love this idea and I always say this to my clients and on my Instagram as well about reframing it because I think for so long we have been you know diet culture has kind of like got in, ingrained into our brains and it's obviously over recent years we have come out of that and people are much more kind of um, aware of you know the health benefits of diversity and plant diversity and stuff but really thinking about what you can add in your meal is a really good way to to think about your meals and I think especially particularly this this time of year when it when it's cold and you know you just want to be cozy inside and warm so batch cooking is, is great and so you can literally just like yeah load up on seasonal vegetables like root vegetables so sweet potatoes squash and um, carrots parsnips literally just they're they're not expensive and you can really make these like humble vegetables so delicious by using seasoning and even going back to what we're saying about the mixed leaves and the mixed beans you could buy mixed like italian seasoning is, is a really good one like because it's got a mixture of good herbs oh, yum. Yeah, and just like loads of, you can buy loads of the seasonings that have, you know, just to make it super simple and easy. And so you can just throw together a really delicious meal. But the main thing is to think about diversity, colour, but that you've got your your macronutrients in there. So you've got your protein, so a few different protein sources. So when I go shopping, I always pick up salmon because the omega-3 fatty acids in there, which is one of the best things that you can be feeding your body with in terms of um, hormonal health. Um, but also if you're plant-based or vegan, then think, like I said, think about the tofu and the temper and edamame. And even if you're not plant-based, edamame is such a great one to throw into stir fries or to salads or um what else is there so yeah colorful vegetables leafy greens another another really good one and something I always have in in my cupboard is mixed seeds so you know you get those bags of mixed seeds so usually it's like pumpkin sunflower and linseed yeah they're really good because you can sprinkle them over your um you know any of your breakfast lunch and dinner but you if you have it out on the side where you can actually see it so I actually ironically for my Kia bought this sugar pourer and and I I actually filled (laughs) filled it with my mixed seeds and I have it out where I can see it and it always reminds me to just sprinkle my you know my my whatever I'm eating roasted vegetables or uh, a salad or even soups and just to sprinkle with seeds you're just giving you're just adding those nutrients in um, and you're just, you know, you're, you're living by that what can I add kind of like approach. 
but also on the on that note of suits actually as it suits season with suits because I find that a lot of people say oh suits don't fill me up and it's you know it doesn't keep me going for long enough so a really good thing to pick up at the supermarket would be some um mixed grains so a, a quinoa is a really good one or buckwheat so they're yeah. both they're both good plant proteins as well um and and whole grain fibers so you're not adding you're not only adding a bit of plant protein in there but the fiber as well which your gut your gut will love you for so hormone health is it starts on your plate in the supermarket on your plate it's the food you buy it's the food you nourish your body with and it's all about that diversity but I am really aware that that can sound for so many people so uh, like overwhelming and it's like where do I start and I have this conversation daily with my clients like okay mm-hmm. but you know like what and so I really try to make it as easy as possible so I really think going back to that plan of like however many days you're shopping for don't go in without a plan because otherwise you're just picking stuff up and you don't really know what's going to go with what and then that can also be quite an expensive way to do it because then there's you know you potentially might be wasting um ingredients spending more than you need to so it's just about about being savvy and about just thinking about okay you know I'm going to get these beets I'm going to get a packet of beetroots and I'm going to have that in my I don't know tuna bean quinoa salad or something I've actually got a really good recipe for that um or <laughs> and then so you could put you could chuck a few in there you could um roast up a few beetroots in with um some courgette or some sweet potato and you could serve it with a, a roasted salmon fillet and literally just I'm all about quick and easy simple recipes that don't require obscure ingredients to pull together and that are really like quick to make and so tray bakes I think are just an absolute winner so Roasted I love vegetables. a tray bake at this time of year so good isn't it it's just so it's just easy. so easy as well to chuck it so in the easy. oven last yeah. you like four or five meals dream literally dream yeah it's a dream meal and then you can just yeah put it in the oven do your chores or whatever you need to do and then it's ready and then you can just enjoy it and I think it's so nourishing like the, you know those warming seasonal sweet vegetables and I think sometimes as well if you're someone that has a sweet tooth or you really like sweet flavors you look to instead of instead of being like I can't have you know I can't have any anything sweet think okay actually I'm going to reframe this I can have you know sweet vegetables actually okay it doesn't it might not sound as exciting as a chocolate bar I understand that but you know <laughs> you, you do get your you, your taste buds will appreciate the sweetness from those vegetables from those sweet vegetables and that they're in abundance at the moment so yeah when you go to the supermarket think about color protein and um, complex carbohydrates so quinoa brown rice brown rice is such a safe one, I think so whatever basically whatever you're having you could have a little bit of brown rice so gluten-free uh, grains um that falls into as well so brown rice quinoa buckwheat um millet there's loads that you can kind of like experiment with I often at the start of the week when I'm doing my Sunday um meal prep I'll do a big roasted vegetable tray bake of just seasonal veg and then I'll also do I'll boil up some quinoa and buckwheat and then I'll mix and mix the two grains together and then I'll serve it with just like a handful of grain a handful of greens sorry so like mixed greens and then I'll sprinkle with my um, mix seeds for my sugar pourer and then I'll have (laughs) a little bit of like a half an avocado or something like that and so it sounds like a lot, but actually it takes me like five minutes to pull together. And it's just that making that little bit of time on a Sunday or Monday or, or whenever works for you. And the result of doing that is going to, your body will just love you for that nourishment, like getting all of those nutrients in and all of the, like every, as I said, like every single plant, every single vegetable, every, every single fruit, 
they all have different vitamins and minerals to give out to offer our bodies and to feed our to feed our bodies with so yeah the diversity part of that is really important and it's not too expensive either I feel like there's such a big misconception that eating really healthy is really expensive but actually if you go into the fruit and veg aisles and you're buying everything like individual I mean you can buy it in packets if you want but buying like your parsnips or your carrots and stuff like just as the vegetable not in a bag and just going for those like whole foods of like a carrot or a sweet potato or something buying those whole foods is actually not that expensive and like you said you can just batch cook a quinoa and a roast potato tray a roast vegetable tray bake and then that could be your lunches for an entire week if you're, you know, exactly. maybe going to the office or something and you need like a quick, easy meal. Yeah, yeah. So on that note as well, um, something else I forgot to mention is that frozen fruits and vegetables are also really useful to have and a, a cost effective way to eat healthily. So they're picked at peak as well. So you haven't got to worry about them not being as nutrient dense because they are. And it means that, you've, you know, you've always got a supply of um fruits and vegetables in your freezer so for example I always have edama- frozen edamame beans because edamame is something that I use in um salads or most often I use in the stir fry so I'll literally just like pour hot water boiling water over them whilst I'm like prepping the veg and then drain them and then chuck them into the stir fry and then you've got you know you're, you've added you've added protein to your um to your stir fry like and, and another plant variety another plant point so it, and also berries as well they're great so frozen berries you can chuck into smoothies or you can put them on top of porridge or they're just a really quick and easy way to I think as well frozen is always I think more cost effective because things like berries if you buy like a punnet of blueberries or something they can go off like they go moldy quite quickly if you don't eat all of them so actually having the frozen ones means that you're not needing to eat blueberries like every single morning you can just have it like a couple of mornings and then you've got the stash rather than them just keep going off or maybe buying them and then not using the whole thing every time or something exactly and we are living in a cost of living crisis right now so these tips are really you know valid and important and it's good to you know to consider to consider the frozen stuff and and the and the mixed stuff I think that's another way to do that as well like like we said before we had a roast chicken on our friends over last Sunday and the rest of the chicken I used and then made like a red lentil chicken lovely soup and I used like frozen peas in there and and it's just like thinking like thinking ahead like that like okay we, instead of like just not using that little bit of leftover you can actually just just like being savvy and thinking what could it what could I add to this to make it into something else and like, because I hate waste, like I really, really hate wasting food. And I think that that is another really good way to do it. And then you've got, before you know it, you've got this lovely, nourishing, wholesome meal. And it's quite, I think the one big thing is like, it is, like we've said, inexpensive to eat healthy if you're buying the right kinds of things, even if you are like vegan or vegetarian. So I think there's like tofu I can be expensive, but actually, because I eat a lot of tofu over like chicken and stuff. Like I have chicken sometimes, but not red meat or anything. And I think there's a misconception that all these things are so expensive. So people will opt for, you know, your frozen chicken nuggets or like the yeah. really seemingly less expensive things, but they're actually really bad for you because they're really processed or they're just not a great think, source of anything. Yeah, they're like empty. I always think they're just like, yeah, they haven't got anything to offer your body. They're, they're not helpful. Mm-hmm. They're not beneficial. Obviously here and there, like, you know, we all fancy, we all crave the odd, piece of chocolate or something and it's and it's not about being all or nothing into the point of like demonizing these foods I think that's a problem in itself but it's about 
what you do for the majority of the time what you know what you what you do for the most part you know what you do in your when you're when it's in your control the thing the times where you're cooking for yourself and you're making you know you're doing your food they're the times they're the times to really make good nourishing choices because it's what you do for the most part that really matters and there is space to have the odd thing here and there and really enjoy it instead of having it all the time and then you lose the the novelty wears off quickly and then you become almost like immune to that sugar because sugar is so addictive and it's you know it's, it's a big problem especially in terms of hormone health and hormone balance and also it's so expensive so by not buying like people say <laughs> it's so expensive it really is some people say to me sometimes oh your your food shop must be extortionate and I'm like it's actually not it's actually really not because I'm such a staffy person when it comes to like planning out my meals and I use every single thing in my fridge and if I haven't used it I'll create some kind of like I call it my mega veggie pasta and I'll literally cut up every single piece of even if it's like a tiny bit of courgette or a tiny bit of something I'll just shove it all in and make this like amazing veggie pasta and it's like one of my favorite recipes actually and it's just literally leftovers and I think that when you're not buying all of the processed the ultra processed foods that are just laden with chemicals and oils and obviously sugar and you know you don't you don't need those those chemical our body doesn't know what to do with those with those ingredients they're not real and so it creates inflammation it raises our stress um it impacts our stress response it raises our cortisol levels it has such an impact and it and it actually stops us from being able to hear what our body's telling us which goes back to be you know what I was saying about listening to the signs and signals that our body's giving us those foods are so counterproductive but I'm not saying that in a way to demonize them or to be like never ever have them but in just in a way that's like if you are on your on a you know if you want to feel not even on a health journey you know like even if you just want to feel better and you want to do better in terms of for yourself and your health and you want to help your body you know do the jobs that it needs to do most effectively and you want to be more energized or you want you know everyone's got their thing like it might be your skin it might be your hair I remember when before I realized um, before I found out I had PCOS my hair would just never grow past a certain point it would literally be like Obviously, you can't see this if you're listening to this on the podcast, but it would, <laughs> never, it would never grow past a certain point. And, and, and it was very brittle. My nails would always break. And I had um, real, like, classic hormonal breakouts around my chin area. And I was just like, what is going on? But, you know, it's just, it really just, it, it just, everything you put into your body really does have an impact. And it's just about being really mindful about it. Not being obsessed with it, but being mindful about it and making choices based on how you want to feel and you know to the greater good of your health and your hormones okay going back to what you just said about the PCOS so if there's a woman listening who is suffering with you know PCOS or endometriosis or PMDD or PMS or any of these things do you think they would see dramatic benefits from switching to a more hormone balanced diet because I know that that's kind of how you got into nutrition right yeah exactly yeah so my PCOS diagnosis is what led me to be become my own little kind of like health investigator and I started looking at everything I was eating and my daily habits how you know what time I was going to bed like my movement what type of movement at what type at the different at the various points of my cycle and things like that and so yeah the food part of that is what really um changed the game for me and has continued to just 
changed my life to be honest with you it sounds really dramatic but it's not because it nutrition has literally changed my life and now I'm able to work with clients and help change their lives as well in terms of their hormones and how they feed their bodies and how they nourish their bodies and also how they and how they actually their approach to that as well which I think is really important because it's not about being on a diet for a certain amount of time it's 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 the lifestyle change and so I think the the mindset part of that is really really important because I think if you're if you don't really want if you don't really understand how food is going to impact you and what it's going to do for you then I think you you go down the route of being like, okay, I'm going to be on this diet for the next couple of weeks or months or whatever, and then ultimately you're going to fall. You know, diets are not made, are not don't have health in mind. Diets are not created yeah. with health optimization in mind. They are created for short term, quick fix, <laughs> quick fixes. That as we all know, like I have had my fair share of. I probably have tried every single diet you can imagine. Like back in back in the day before you know before I got into all of this and it's so damaging and so toxic and when you come out of that and you really realize you know what what you're doing to your you know your not just your physical health but your mental health as well it's no surprise that your hormones are just kind of battered by the end of it because and completely out of whack because they've had to contend with you know up and down up and down this no not there's no what I really like to achieve through diet and what's so transformative from eating a whole food, a predominantly whole food, healthy, balanced diet is that your body is able, is nurtured and is and knows what's coming. And it, that consistency, it's all about the consistency of, of, you know, like anything in life. You know, if you start a business, you need to be consistent. You need to keep showing up. Otherwise, you'll never get, you'll never succeed. You'll never get to where you want to be. Yeah. Um, you you know like I've listened to so many of your podcast episodes and talk about mindset and manifestation all of these things and it's all it even though it's seemingly different it is that there's so much crossover because our hormones are yeah for sure know, are so so sensitive and we as women are sensitive vessels you know we need to actually honor that honor our hormones and honor our bodies and I think that it starts with the food that it doesn't just start with the food but as we're talking about nutrition and obviously I'm so passionate about nutrition I you know it really starts with like what you're you know putting into your body and how and the food that you put into your body and even the ritual of making yourself a nourishing wholesome delicious healthy meal you're giving your body those lovely you know signals and positive you know positive vibes in, internally that you are worth taking care of and I think that that's something that that was the bit that I didn't have like years ago I would be eating just because it was fuel just because I needed to eat yeah. but when I w- when I was really trying to I had quite a toxic relationship with food for a while um in my early 20s and I would just see it as like okay I need to eat something so I'm going to eat the bare minimum and just get through the day and I'd, I'd drink coffee instead of having meals and do silly things like I would have um a banana and a coffee instead of having lunch or like steamed broccoli and things like that even though I was absolutely starving I was completely not listening to my body and I think when you come out of that like I can't recognize that Jess now I'm like I cannot believe that I'm so passionate about intuitive eating and about what what I can add to my uh, to my plate and what I can give my body and support my body with that I'm like I can't believe I put myself through that but there's no surprise that then I had you know problems conceiving or it took a while to conceive and I had 
my cycle was all over the place I didn't have a period for a really long time I had an underactive thyroid I had a lot of things going on that I didn't really know and I to think that I was doing all of those things at that time I was just amplifying it I was making it eat I was making it worse and I didn't realize and now being able to use food which is so accessible it's so it's something that every single person every single listener right now can make better choices it does as we've already touched on it doesn't have to be expensive it doesn't have to be complex at all it's about just really kind of like zoning in on the basics and and also listening to your body because good food can be you know good healthy food good nutrition has the power to help your body to to nourish your body to better health and nourish your hormones to better health and like you said, food is something that literally everyone needs. Like it's not a you could do this or you don't, like you have to eat. But would you say so if say I started today and I was like, right, I'm going to go to the supermarket. I'm going to get all these really good things. I'm going to really start like focusing on this journey to like making my hormones a bit more balanced, like using your recipes and the recipes online and all these things. How long would you say it would take to start seeing a difference? Because I think a lot of people will maybe try and go like a you know a month or a couple of weeks and they'd be like oh I'm not really seeing a difference so they'd stop but how long do you think it takes to really start to as like a baseline because obviously everyone's different but to see a bit of a difference from the way that you're choosing to eat and nourish your body I think it's impossible to answer in terms of like there might be someone with PCOS um, and mm-hmm. has insulin um, dysregulation there might be someone who is under eating you know that is so difficult to say there might be chronic conditions or like so but just as a as a kind of like just generally speaking I think that you can feel better even after a a couple of days of eating well and I think that it's just about if that can going back to that consistency but it's not just it's not just about the food you're eating it's about the stuff that you're not eating as well it's all well and good having a lovely nourishing meal but also you know what's your alcohol intake like you know how much sleep are you getting how stressed are you what's you know it's like a it's a real 360 kind of holistic approach lifestyle a lifestyle yeah and it really is and so I think if you are making and also again for it for this not to sound overwhelming to to any to anyone listening you don't have to do everything all at once you could make you know I, I say to my clients like make it make a decision like have, make create an intention for your for your first week I do a six-week program so I say what's your first intention for your first week like what do you really want to focus on and then you know it, it varies from client to client some people want to do lots of things all at once and others want to take it really slowly but I think that just having a few key focus points for example making sure you're eating three meals a day that's a really key one and making sure those meals all have a complete protein source in them so that's going to help really stabilize your blood sugar levels and in doing so you're going to feel more energized more sustained from one meal to the next more productive you know your cognitive health will um will benefit you'll you'll feel better generally just by doing that one small thing but outside of that going back to the um you know the alcohol and the other the things that you are also focusing on not eating as well so making sure that you're not you're you're doing all this lovely stuff with your with your meals and you're eating more vegetables and more diversity etc but also making sure that you're not pouring alcohol into your system if you know that you have got you know hormonal imbalances or you know that you're really anxious or you you know you're not sleeping well that's not going to be something that is going to help you 
it's not going to be beneficial it's not going to move you forward in your health journey and there's a time and a place you know for for having a a glass of something when you fancy it or it might be your birthday or your friend's birthday or you know it's Christmas coming up and it's it's Mm -hmm. not about just being like no I'm never going to have it again I mean you can you know lots of people don't drink at all and that's great but it's just it has to it really is individuals that has to work for you and it's just about tuning into your body listening to what your body's telling you those signs and signals if you know that you're very anxious at the moment and your skin's breaking out and your cycle is you haven't come on your period yet because because of you're feeling stressed and you probably having alcohol and skipping meals and under eating is not going to help you and I know for a fact it will it will amplify those those symptoms and so it's just about really going back to basics and you and by doing that and and focusing on what you can the nutrition and the nutrients you can be adding and not focusing on the ultra processed foods laden with these chemicals that our bodies and our hormones don't recognize or need you will feel better quite quickly it's so crazy isn't it? there's so many factors to it and it is it's almost like it's simple advice but there's just so many other it literally is a full lifestyle change as well as just diet but then obviously diet is such a massive part of it yeah exactly so much we could literally just talk all day long about this and <laughs> about the various like you know different factors and different conditions and different things that you can do and and I don't want this to sound simplistic because it's not and it's so you know there's just it's incredible the things that you can really do to support your body from a nutrition and lifestyle lifestyle perspective but I think that it sometimes it sounds a bit like okay it's just simple you just eat vegetables and then you're going to be fine but it really isn't it really the lifestyle part of it is a really really important that sleep is just so un you know underestimated and it's so important and and not over exercising exercising in a way that feels good to you that's different for everyone but just like manipulating the things that you do at the different times of your cycle I think is just really powerful and I guess it goes back to just listening to your body really and like listening to what feels good for you what works for you like getting the right amount of sleep for your body etc like it's all just the personal things that really get you going So obviously on the subject of lifestyle, a lot of women are on contraception, whether that's the pill or, you know, whatever it is that they choose to use that might be like a hormonal, whatever, I don't know the technical terminology, but um, would you say that hormone balancing diets could still be beneficial to someone, even if they are on like a hormonal contraception? Yes, for sure. I think that eating well, eating a whole food, healthy, balanced diet will, will be a positive Thing that you can be doing for your body regardless if you're on hormonal contraceptive but just something to consider is that the pill does switch off our hormones and our cycles so if you're on the pill and you get a bleed that bleed isn't a period it's literally a pill bleed so that's just something that I just want to highlight because it is hard for us to be able to really hear what our body's telling us when we don't actually have a cycle and we're not ovulating and so when you're on the pill, that doesn't happen. So that's just something to be aware of. Um, I mean, I was on the pill for over a decade and I completely understand the reasons for going on it. And But if I, if I could go back in time, I wouldn't have gone on the pill, to be honest with you, because it caused me a lot of issues with my um, cycles and my hormones generally. Um, probably, an, probably this warrants a whole episode on its own because there's so much to say about the um about the pill so yes to answer your question eating a whole food healthy balanced diet will will benefit your body and will be something 
will be a positive that you can be doing for your health it's just obviously it might be a little bit harder to be like intuitive to your personal hormone balance right because obviously you, yeah it plays with that a little bit so still beneficial but just not like yeah, so as easy to be intuitive with your body yeah so it's still beneficial from a health perspective because it's always you know it goes without saying that eating more plant diversity and you know eating balance you know balanced meals and making sure you're eating enough protein etc that is going to be a good thing because it's going to balance your blood sugar levels it's going to help you feel more energized but you're not you, you won't get the full benefit because you want because you just purely because you can't hear what your body's telling you so you're not getting the same feedback as if you you know if you didn't have any synthetic hormones in your body which is what the pill is I actually did a little bit of research myself on hormone balancing because I was just really curious. You know, I'd seen a lot online. I was listening to podcasts and stuff and I came across seed cycling. So what exactly is seed cycling and would you recommend it? How do you do it? Like what is seed cycling? I'm I'm so happy you asked me this question. I'm a huge advocate of seed cycling. It's a naturopathic practice that that uses seed rotation to help balance your hormones in the two phases of your cycle. So the follicular phase and the luteal phase. And it basically, to summarise, and I've got a whole guide on my website that you, there's a free download that anyone can download um, if you want to learn more about it. We'll leave it in the show notes. Yeah, if you want to know how to do it. But it's basically consuming two different seeds, two, two different types of seeds, so ground flax and pumpkin during the first um, phase of your cycle, the follicular phase, and then switching over to sunflower and sesame seeds. And it's super easy. You can just sprinkle it into your over your porridge or your yogurt bowl or your smoothies or your salads. It's so easy to do it. And it really is, it can be really effective. It's been so good for me in terms of, um, it's been so transformative for my cycle in terms of regulating it. Uh, it can take up to four cycles. You have to be very regimented with making sure you get your seeds in every single day. But the whole point of it is to nudge estrogen and progesterone into balance. So that's that, that's that's what that's what the seeds do, and that's why there's it's, it's very targeted. The seeds that you consume are very targeted. Um, but yeah, it's been amazing. So many of my clients message me and they're like, "I can't believe I have never heard about seeds like you or or ever tried it because you know." two cycles in and they're they're getting like a 28 30 day cycle when they were having like 40 day cycles before so it can be amazing and also it's one of those things that I think is like a bit of a no-brainer it's like nothing you know it's not going to impact you in a negative way you know it's just you're you're adding more nutrients more hormone nourishing hormone supported nutrients in there and so um vitamins like, like vitamin e for your skin and zinc as well for your skin so it can only be a good thing so I definitely recommend giving it a And go. I guess, like you said, you could just put, if you needed to remember to get them in, you could just get like use with your little sugar thing, but you could do like a follicular and a luteal version and just put like all your pumpkin and whatever. I can't remember which ones you said, like flax and whichever, flax. like put yeah, them in yeah, their yeah. little pots and then you've and got... And then you've got them to go. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. I so actually you want make to create... you get them in. Exactly. I actually want to do um, a reel because... I created um, some uh, energy balls with the, the, like a, uh, follicular energy balls and um, luteal energy balls with the seeds in. And I think that would be a really good thing to do as well in terms of like, you know that you've got your seeds in those, in, in that, in, you know, in your energy ball. So yeah, you can make oh God, it really... recipe immediately. Yeah, I need to get onto that. I need to add that to my to-do list. But yeah, it's a really good thing to do. It's a really beneficial kind of like 
can only be a good thing practice to do it's so funny isn't it because it's something that's so obvious when you actually think about it but then it's just something that not really many people know about but it is like just so simple to just put some seeds like specific seeds in your food at certain weeks and it helps you so much but then they make it so complicated and then unknown and that and seeds actually is part of cycle thinking which I've done a whole wheel series on but the the four you know the the four phases of the cycle what in what to eat and how to how to work how to start working with your body um during the different phases and during the you know the ebbs and flows of your hormones and so seed bucking is, is a big part of that so yeah it can it, yeah. I'll leave I mean, all of I these down it. below thank you so many bits <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I need to start browsing your Instagram now for more recipe ideas I've already <laughs> had a look but I feel like I just need to have a good little nose dive and do a food shop but before we round off the episode I just want to ask you a giant question what is one thing you would advise that every female starts to add into their diet right now to help with hormone balancing above anything else? Like what is the one thing that you would say like today to go and just start I, adding in? I think just from experience and being in clinic and listening to what a lot of women are not doing before I start working with them is healthy fats. I feel like women and generally speaking are not eating enough healthy fats so healthy fats means avocado nuts and seeds um olive oil avocado oil walnut oil flax oil like fats are so important for hormonal health and I think it's really underestimated just how important they are and for inflammation and for general hormone balance for skin for everything it's so important and I think so I would say go to the supermarket and pick up some avocados a good quality extra virgin olive oil and a bag of mixed um, seeds. And also check out my seed cycling guide because then you could <laughs> you could also pick up some targeted seeds for that as well. But yeah, just generally seeds. Amazing. I think, I think fats, fats is, is a big one. Fats and seeds. <laughs> fats and seeds, yeah, exactly. Also for blood sugar balancing. <laughs> I could literally just go on all day. Uh, also, fats are so important for keeping for regulating your blood sugar balance, uh, your blood sugar levels as well, and keeping you stabilized and energized, and your brain working properly. And so, it's just, they're just super important. I feel like I need to go make like avo toast with seeds on now. And, and I, I feel like I do as well. So I'm actually craving that right now. I'm actually really hungry now. Always <laughs> still for food. Thank you so much for coming on the Good Vibes Club. I'm so privileged that you chose my podcast to be the one that you came on. And it's been so good just hearing a wide variety of knowledge about hormone balancing when there's so much information online that can get quite confusing. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing your knowledge. It's been so much fun. Thank you so much for having me and making me feel so welcome. You are more than welcome. I'm sure we'll be chatting (laughs) loads anyway. But I'll leave all the information of where to find Jess online down in the description box. But like I said before, she does one-to-one coaching and stuff. So loads of recipes and stuff online as well bit of everything but we'll leave everything of how to find you down below and then people can get in contact if they want to amazing thank you thanks jess thanks so much for coming on goodbye bye bye did you know the good vibes club also runs events around the uk well now you do so if you want to get your hands on a ticket make sure you head over to thegoodvibesclub.co.uk to search our upcoming events and get on board with something new whether you want to make some new friends or try something that you've always wanted to do come along and join one of our events and if there's anything that you'd love to do that we aren't doing yet let us know and we can add it to the list see you there guys
Are you loving this podcast and recommending it to everyone you know? Well, let's share the love. Ratings and reviews really help podcasts to be found in search engines and it just helps new people to find the podcast and enjoy it too. So I'd be really grateful if you could leave a little rating and a review if you could take five seconds and I'll see you in my next episode. Goodbye, guys.